0: This sucks. I hate taking showers. Yeah. I don't want some
1: naked dude standing with a schlong right next to me.
2: Yeah, really. <laughs> I don't want some naked dude standing next to me with a schlong swinging around saying, Hey, good game, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
3: beautiful upstate New York, this is the Slam Till Podcast, a show about all things pinball. I'm your host, Ron Hallett, here with my co-host, Bruce Nightingale.
0: The East and Desist letters
3: do work. We'll get into that later, but welcome to episode 56, Robin Hood, Men in Tights, which I have seen. Tights. I have seen. All right. Tight tights. Doesn't have the same guy that was in the Princess Bride. He's in this one? Yes. Yeah, okay. Listen. So it is the one I saw. All right. I thought it was funny.
0: Oh, really good. It's actually a really good one. And we have our new movies coming up soon. Which are going to be Pink Panther movies. But we have guests. We have guests. We have uh, the two gentlemen who are spearheading the Buffalo Pinball Open for next weekend. Our own uh, Nick Lane and Kevin Manny. Yay!
3: Howdy. Welcome.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, gentlemen.
1: Thanks for having us back. I was telling Kevin I'm only coming back on if Bruce promises not to do an Australian accent.
0: I will not. I was told I cannot do it, but we have our Australian guy next to us. Who? who? You, you have an you. Australian guy there? You. You are the Australian guy. Uh, yeah.
3: Yeah. Don't do any accents, Bruce. Not just Australian. Any accents at all. Try not to do Jimmy. it. Jimmy! That's not an accent. That's a voice. That's like the one thing you do. <laughs> not too many people can say they do the guy from Space Ace perfectly, but Bruce can. Yes. There you go. But more important stuff like the Buffalo Pinball Open or is it like the Buffalo Pinball Summer Open? Did I get that right? There name? you go. All right. That's it. I wanted to get the right name there, which is a major. You got some star power coming to this tournament.
2: Yeah, Nick, why don't you uh talk Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I think Kevin just Kevin just
1: frozen time somehow.
3: He frozen time? Yes, he did time warner. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, I can list off some of the uh, the star power off the top of my head, but you know when you start doing that, you're gonna uh, forget someone, which is which is uh, criminal. Uh, so my apologies. But we have Robert Gagno coming. He didn't come last year, so it's a pleasure to have him there. Uh, Steve Bowden, Trent Augustine, who won last year. Uh, we have Zach Sharp coming. We have a, a, a group coming from the New York City area who are are all excellent players. Uh, man, we've we've got like 80 people at least signed up. I wish I had it in front of me, but um, just some excellent players, some really high quality play you guys are going to see. And we're planning on streaming it on um, Friday qualifying towards uh, I think starting at eight o'clock, and uh, Saturday qualifying starting at eight o'clock to probably about midnight. So you're going to see a lot of pinball, and then of course the uh, finals on Sunday. And Kevin's leading the charge there.
3: Speaking of, Kevin, let's see. It looks like he's, he's back going, on. He's just back on now, well, so let's let me try to get him. try to add him to the group call here.
2: Oh, hello. Go Time Warner. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, why isn't anybody saying anything? This is really <laughs> awkward. <laughs> but
3: here we are. This, Nick was just going over all the star power coming to the tournament. Awesome. The format. How is this tournament going to work?
2: So
1: it is mimicking uh, Papa, essentially uh qualifying is on friday and saturday it starts at 10 a.m and it goes to midnight both nights uh it's a bank of 10 machines and your your five best scores on five different machines count um towards uh towards your standing so if you play it in the papa style if you play it in the herb style if you play in a pump and dump style you'll totally understand how this format works and um it is the herb style in that you don't have to do it all on one ticket. You can just hammer on a particular game and try to get a good score on that. Um, but also in mimicking the Papa tournament, we've got Classics tournaments, uh, which I, people absolutely love, and, and I love that as well as a, as a player, even though Kevin and I aren't playing in this. Uh, but the Classics tournament is going to be one on Friday from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m., and then playoffs will be starting at, uh, probably like right after that. And then a totally separate Classics tournament, on uh, Saturday, once again, from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m., uh, we'll have a bank of six machines for each Classics tournament, and players need to uh, plan at least four, You know, the, the best four games, on uh, four different machines count towards your standings.
3: Excellent. And are you using the same software you did last year?
1: We are using the amazing, awesome software from Carl D'Angelo, the Never Drains uh, software, which... Honestly, God, if we didn't have that software, I don't think I don't think we'd be doing this tournament because uh, Carl makes us look like uh, professionals. Uh, so big shout out to him and all he does for the hobby. Yes.
3: Yeah, shout out to Carl. I love the, the yes. pictures. So you'll get your picture taken. You're doing that again. I'm, I'm assuming
1: we're going to take horrible pictures just like we Excellent. did last year. Um, I, I doubt the quality is <laughs> going to be improved knowing us. We'll all see. Right. Maybe we'll bring uh, Bruce. You have that that Buffalo pinball backdrop. I do. All right. Why don't you bring that, and that way we'll at least take uh, people's pictures. In, uh, you know, they can stand in front of that. Hopefully, so that's I can fit it fit in my car. Hopefully, it can fit in my car. Yeah, that, that thing's pretty big. I have it? one.
2: I can fit it in my car. I'll bring mine.
0: Oh, uh, you right, are godsend.
2: Look at that problem solving Oof, on the podcast. Good job, <laughs> yes,
1: everybody. logistics,
0: baby. So I know everyone, including myself and Ron, are both looking forward to the food trucks.
2: We just signed up another one today too. So if you want to pinball before you pinball all weekend, there's a, a pre summer open tournament too. And I don't know if Nick talked about this while I was I away. I did not go right ahead. Okay. So our friend, Steve Daniels, who you may remember from the previous episode of this very show, um, he has agreed to run, a, a pre Buffalo pinball summer open three strikes tournament on Thursday, the uh, 17th. So he's coming into town. It starts at 5 PM. I think there's a few, there's probably like, 10 or 15 spots left uh, as of today. Today's the uh, the 10th, so when this comes out, who knows? There may still be a few spots left, but um, yeah, it's a, a three-strikes tournament. If anything goes wrong, if you need a ruling, if you get a ball stuck, do not ask me and Nick. Uh, you need to bother Steve Daniels about it because Nick and I are going to be playing in it, too, and just having a good time. And then all the rest of the weekend, you can bug us about suck balls and and rulings and things like that. But Let, Let's uh, talk about the food trucks, though. This is the important part, Kevin. Yes, let's be honest. So- uh, the, the food trucks, <laughs> it, let me just pull up the, uh, the list so I get it right. So, Thursday we have uh, the Polish Villa food truck. So, if you want uh, Polish food like pierogies and, and Polish sausage, stuff like that, that'll be Thursday. Friday we have uh, Venus, Greek, and Mediterranean. Saturday for and so Friday that's for dinner Friday and Thursday and on Saturday we have a truck coming for lunch and for dinner uh, for lunch it's K Cafe burgers and for dinner is Anderson's beef on weck and custard which was that was that a years. huge hit yeah, and oh the, the important thing about
1: Anderson's is that not only will they serve you dinner but you can get ice cream oh, uh, baby.
2: yeah you need sugar right Bruce if you're pinballing? oh my
0: god well we got the coffee shop right across the street okay.
2: Bruce, Bruce how many cups of coffee have you had today uh, four. Oh, only four? That's that's low for you. It is low for me. I'm going to send you some studies about having, like, seven cups
1: of coffee. All right? I'll just what? I'll send that offline.
0: It's better than those <laughs> stupid other drinks. There's
3: caffeine, you know, there's energy drinks.
1: It's better than meth, but that doesn't say much. What, what's your point? <laughs> that's
3: too much coffee, Bruce. That's kind of unhealthy.
1: Oh, God. I don't want to wake coffee. up. You didn't know this was an intervention.
3: Yes, no, no interventions. No,
0: no, 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 no. So, uh, do you guys know what the list of games going to be? I'm not going to ask what they are, but do you guys know what the game is the to list? Uh,
1: we do, and just like we did last year, we're not going to reveal it until pretty much the last minute. The, the reason being, this is a public location, so yes. if we were to say what games are available, people could be practicing on them you know, right now, mm-hmm. and that also puts excess wear and tear on the game. So, uh, we're not revealing it. Kevin and I are the only ones who know what the games are. I had also reached out to Josh Sharp because he's not coming or playing in the tournament and, and got his feedback. If you know, I, I gave him a list of games. I said, Josh, what do you think about them? And he kind of went through and said, you know, there, there's some modifications that we need to do on the, the list of games. But I think he proved, approved pretty much everything we sent to him um, is in terms of the fact that uh, it's okay to use, in his opinion.
3: And Josh was probably thinking, okay, what games are Zach best at? And I'll tell them that those are the <laughs> gayest games for the tournament. That's what I think. You didn't even there.
1: suggest any, so it's, it's cool. There's no yeah. – uh, um, Collusion. Collusion, thank <laughs> oh, you. Oh, God,
3: not that again.
1: Let's not talk about collusion <laughs> no, again. Oh, no, yeah. Pittsburgh is over. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you know what we might do? I, I think we're going to be putting the games in position on Wednesday. So as soon as that happens, we'll we'll announce it so everybody knows what's going on. I'm dropping off the one Saturday. Yeah, thank you. By the way, I think everybody knows, but Bruce is bringing two games, uh, two classics games, which is generous. So that way, we can mix up the um, some at least most of the classics that we from the ones that we had and used last year. He can't stop talking about his hot dog, so everybody. Knows I know hot dog. I, I love the video, the gift you gave me. Oh, you like that? Yes, very <laughs> much. Let's, let's move on. <laughs> no, this is my podcast. I gotta be raunchy. <laughs> no, it was really fun. <laughs> <laughs> this is why you guys don't do it live that's right oh no 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 no, God, no. <laughs> i have to add it bruce ron, yes ron is the busiest man in yes. editing the podcast you you
3: ain't kidding you ain't we kidding. had to add an extra day to it
0: that's how bad it is <laughs> <laughs> so tell them about pocket and tell them you know how many games are there let's get some people who are borderline on this
2: Pocketeer has, uh, well, we, people have kind of, there was a running joke the other day that everybody's just kind of stopped counting because they keep adding games so, so frequently, but uh, they're up around 50 games, probably higher than that. I think it's uh, 57. Yeah, something, Jeff Becker said. it's crazy. And they keep adding the most recent games. So they have Star Wars, they have Dadland, they have Alien, they have everything. It's like something comes out, they get it basically. So we're pretty spoiled when it comes to that, which is uh, a problem I like to have. Buffalo, if you haven't been, it's uh, in a in a renaissance period of sorts. Uh, the waterfront—they're finally developing the waterfront. Buffalo—it's nice. You can go down and kayak on on the Niagara River. You can you can hang out at Canal Side. They got concerts there every Thursday. So if you come in Thursday, I'm not sure uh, who's playing the Thursday before, but um, you can go to Niagara Falls is like a 20 minute drive away. So there's there's lots to do. If you go on, on our website, uh, BuffaloPinball dot com slash Circuit. There's a like a location and travel section where it's got, you know, some of the the things you could do in town. Uh like go to Elmwood or Allentown, go to Darien Lake, uh, all sorts of stuff. Walling Gallery is nearby if you want to do some shopping. So um tons of cool stuff to do. Uh if you for some reason don't want to play pinball the whole time, but most of us are just gonna be playing pinball and there's a lot of good pinball to be had. And bars are open till four
1: AM if that's important to you. Boom. Oh yes.
3: And will Deathlehem be playing at any of them?
1: I wish. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> we can dream,
2: Ron.
3: If you're wondering what we're talking about, listen to the latest Pro you Even pinball to find out about There
2: <laughs> <laughs> That was an amazing story. I'm glad we got to share that with everyone. Barf. <laughs> Friar Barf. Friar
3: <laughs> Barf. Okay
0: oh <laughs> uh, and don't forget it's, it's for everyone you know if you want to play in a pinball tournament and your family wants to go do something definitely there's a lot of things to do in buffalo so don't feel like you know it's just pinball only you know if you get bring the whole family convince them it's a great time
2: yeah and anybody can play in the tournament too it's not i think people hear uh, pop a circuit major and they're like oh it's only for people who are really good but you know it's open to everybody i think classics too especially are uh kind of a, a more uh level playing field for a lot of folks so uh come play in the classics tournaments come uh come try your hand at at the big main tournament and because of the format you know if you get a bad score you just try again so it's fun and uh i think everybody has a shot on the streaming side we've also got um so papa's bringing their their rig up this year so last year if you watched the coverage it was basically me running around with three webcams uh (laughs) switching them around between the games but they're gonna have all the uh all the A division games, all all the main main tournament games, camered up, ready to go. They're ready, they're gonna have three commentator mics, so we got kind of a commentator schedule going. The plan is to stream qualifying Thursday or uh, Friday and Saturday, like we did last year, from about eight PM to midnight, and then all the uh, finals on Sunday, the playoffs and finals on Sunday. So it's gonna be lot, lots of coverage coming at you. So it should be good.
3: Wow, so they're actually going to have like the individual games are going to be camered up like at the same time.
2: Yep, so we'll be able to switch between all all, all ten games. Oh, wow, Excellent.
3: wow! And they yep. they have a commentator schedule. They they have yeah. everything. They thought of everything. I have a
2: commentator schedule. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm I, I'm leading the charge on a lot of that. That's that's all, Kevin. Man, he he did
1: a great job last year uh, doing the stream. So. Congratulations, Kevin. You got the job again. Boom.
2: Well, you know, that's what happens in pinball. You do something for free, and you do a decent job at it, and they let you <laughs> do it again.
1: That's nice. It <laughs> a great is. great system.
2: So I'm assuming Roller
0: Coaster Tycoon is not going to be in this year. That's the no. only thing I can... No.
1: There's probably going to be one or two weird ones, because Kevin and I, here's, here's, the, here's what I can say in generalities. When we do that, we like to pick it. You, you got 10 games, right? Yes. So we like to pick two or three that you never see in finals. or or playoffs or an A division or anything like that and put them in there just to kind of, uh, not not to throw people off, but just to be interesting, right? And especially for um, watching it on the stream. And you can see why people don't pick Roller Coaster Tycoon, but there you go. At least we've got it on camera. You've got people playing the game. Um, So that's that's kind of the philosophy behind that, whereas 70% of the games are going to be more or less standard games that people have seen before in a tournament.
3: I have an idea. Now me, me and Bruce, we have no no knowledge of what the games are going to be in the main tournament.
0: Nope.
3: Correct. If we get correct. confirmation, correct. we we that's, we, we that's do correct. not know. Okay. So let's each guess one of the weird games that we think they're going to have.
2: We will not acknowledge it, but they no, will no. not acknowledge no. it. But yeah, I'm going to guess guys can see if you're right, yeah. And I
3: want to see if I'm going to be right.
2: We right. will just remain silent.
3: And I've only been to Pucketture the one time, so I'm just going by memory what I remember. That and was And they've there. got some weird ones. They got some, yes.
2: I mean, Gill- we ran the whole tournament there.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Gilligan's <laughs> Island. That's mine.
0: Oh, wow. No, I don't buy that one. I'm going to pick one of the new ones they got, and it's a, it is is just a one-hit one, one hit wonder, but I'm going to go with uh, Indiana Jones.
3: Indi- oh, you mean the IJ4?
0: No. They have a new IJ, regular, the old Williams.
3: I love how you say the new. Uh, no, the old. Well, it's new to them.
0: It's new to them, but, yes, it's new. Yeah, but, uh. IJ, I'm thinking. Really? But I don't know. You, you think that's, that's a
3: non-standard a game? I mean... Well, the thing
0: is, the only thing bad about IJ is it's just multi multiball.
2: Okay. That's, so. But tune, tune in uh, next time to see if these guys are right. Tune in yeah. next
3: time to see if we're right. I'm telling you, I can feel it. Gilligan's a Same bad time, same bad channel.
0: But uh, Pocketeer does have a KISS there. And going into news a little bit, KISS got the supposed... People are saying polishing touches on the code of 1.30. Have you guys uh, heard about the, uh,
1: the new code for KISS? Or I've, I've heard about it. I read the uh, updates. It looks like it's just bugs and people are yes. pissed off because they wanted more than that. <laughs> yes. And coincidentally, I'm getting a KISS tomorrow delivered to my house to babysit for a while because it's, it's going to be going on location.
2: Oh, that's cool. Excellent. People really want the cities to do something and the cities still yeah. don't do anything. And,
3: well, that's yeah. not true. That's what they say the name of the city.
2: Oh, well, there you go.
3: There you go. So somebody told me that, too, and I guess that depending on what city you pick, you know, hello, Pittsburgh, you know, we love you, or whatever. I don't know what the huge deal is. It was yeah, mostly all bug fixes. Yep. I mean, our our own Tim Sexton, Mr. Rules, he, he has no problems with the game the way it is. No, so if he's no, satisfied I... with the rules, they can't be that bad.
1: I feel like there's other games that people should be upset about over KISS. You know, KISS is nothing special rules wise and, and you can be disappointed in that. I will give you that. It shoots great, sounds okay, there's not really a good toy on it, and the rules are just you know, they're they're there. They're not the worst rules, they're not the best rules, but they're they're functional. There's other games that uh people should probably be
2: really
3: pissed <laughs> off.
2: <laughs> And I don't know what you could be talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Certain games that may or may not have game breaking bugs in them. Oh,
3: that's too. Well, mm. Mm. We, we
1: wanted to use Star Wars. Star Wars was going to be in the tournament, but we can't use it. So oh, that was God. one that we had on the list. God, no. That would just be
0: a crash fest or uh, two billion points or two trillion points.
3: Yeah. It, well, it's running beta code. Yeah. I, I still don't believe they even put that in Pinberg. It's 0. 0.87. It's 0. 0.87 for a reason.
0: Right. Yeah. You know, know. I agree. But uh, we got to see the video finally. You were talking about that last oh, week. Oh, yeah. Uh, Steph posted the video.
3: The video. You can watch it crash. A multi-stage crash event.
2: Was that the video that Tim Balls put up today? Yes.
3: Yeah, it's, yeah I, it's, I watched it, a little bit of yeah, it. Yeah, it's on there, and we're singing along to it as it crashes. It's, it's wonderful. I've never seen a game crash in phases. But like I like I stated on our last podcast, just think of Johnny Mnemonic, like the shutdown, as things stop working, and that's how it crashed.
2: Except it's not supposed to do that. Well, no, <laughs> it's not
3: supposed to do that. But it's you know it's all normal, and then the feature lights just stop, they go off. Like oh that's that's odd, but you can still play, and then the screen goes dark. Okay, this is a problem, but you can still play, and then finally the flippers
1: go dead. Interesting. So I was playing it the last weekend, Hello. and I got to hyperspace multiball. And what had happened was at one point during hyperspace multiball, it's like no matter what shot I hit, it wasn't scoring anything. And all the lights were just kind of flashing like wildly. So what I ended up doing, I was like, well, I guess I have to drain. So I drained one ball, got back to normal play, and it went back to normal.
3: What Steve Bowden thinks it was is he got, he got hyperspace multiball after he got victory laps. And he thinks that's what causes the crash. If, you get, if you're in hyperspace and then get victory laps, it won't crash? Something like that.
0: It's just scary. It really is. But as you said, we are the beta testers.
3: Which, this is a good segue, as Nick is an operator now. Yes, he is. So what, what's true. your opinion on this kind of thing? The fact that you have this Star Wars machine that is basically running beta code. Do you worry about the thing, like, going completely haywire?
1: I would worry more about it in terms of a tournament. We have it on location at a brewery, and it does. And we had a Metallica there, and the Metallica did, did great there. So I imagine it's a lot of casual people playing it that they might not know. Like, you know, it's supposed to be scoring. They'll probably know if it shuts down and crashes for sure, but I'm guessing that's pretty rare. I've, I've played the game dozens of times, and I haven't noticed that happen yet.
0: And how is business for you so far as your new entrepreneur?
1: I would say good. We've exceeded expectations because... I. I sat down with my other partners, and uh, back in April and we decided to do this. And at the time we were just thinking about putting maybe four machines out somewhere. Now I think we have ten. Uh, we have more locations than we thought we would have. So and it's been it's been going well. We're actually to the point now where we're just trying to figure out how much time we can dedicate it to it because there's obviously a finite number to the machines that we can put out, and there's a number a finite number of locations that we can handle reasonably and to the standards that we want to have our games be playing at. And our games, if you go and play them. They're like playing games in a home collection, and that's kind of the standards that we set for ourselves.
3: So are they all mostly New Stearns? Or are these like maybe some Williams thrown in?
1: They're mostly New Stearns, and uh, we, we timed it right because we bought a bunch of games down to Allentown. And, you know, getting like a uh, Metallica for 4400 hundred, you know, you can't beat that. And the gameplay is great and has mods. That, you know, we've made smart decisions like that. We've got a couple um, older ones, like we got an NBA Valley Williams, and that game's surprisingly doing well for where it's at. People really enjoy that game. I don't know if it's because they can put up like initials for like every team and people are trying to knock each other off, but that, that was a surprise to us. Uh, we got a Bride of Pinbot out on location. Uh, we've got a Stern Monopoly out on location. Uh, so those are our older ones right now. But most are, early, most, most are new Sterns. And Ghostbusters is killing it. And so is Metallica. Those are the two games that I've heard universally do well. Ghostbusters,
3: killing it on location. What do you got to say to that, Bruce?
0: Oh, I know it kills on location. Just, just.
2: (laughs) (laughs) People love the theme, man. They They do. Yes, they they do. The theme, and the thing about the game that Nick has on location too is it's set up like he said. He's he likes it to play like it's in somebody's home collection, and it's set up like a game that would be in your home collection because it's set up. It plays fair compared to, like, somebody who just takes it out of the box and throws it out there. It's set up so when you hit the ramp, it, it, it returns right. The, the scoops don't shoot it right down the middle, things like that. So We did know, a lot it, of work on it. Yeah. We did a lot of work to get playing like that. And the sclery targets just broke um, the other week, so we've
1: we got to fix those.
3: Are you sure that the players might like that?
1: <laughs> uh, I think they do. I think they do. I think the game actually plays much better with it broken, to be honest. Yeah, I agree. I, I, I put up like $3 billion on ball one the other day um, with them broken. So, But the like, operators love the Scaleri brothers, right? That's exactly right, man. <laughs> I miss those goddamn Scalari targets. They're money moneymaker. I those dollars flying. <laughs> I, hear the, I hear that uh, when I'm out there and, and somebody's playing, I hear, like, oh, the Scalari brothers. I'm like, yes. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, I never thought of it that way. So Scaleri brothers, operator friendly. Right.
0: So uh So, Kevin. Yeah. Uh, Couple, a week ago, you did a nice uh, tutorial video on Alien since Pocketeer just got one.
2: Yeah, I wouldn't exactly call it a tutorial since it was literally the first time I'd ever played it. But uh, it's one of the new games that just shipped from Cointaker. So it's, you know, if you know the kind of the backstory about Alien and the new funder, funders that they have. And, you know, there was a whole bunch of questions of whether or not this game was ever going to get made. But they did not end up building a handful of them and uh, we were lucky enough to get one of them here in Buffalo, so I wanted to, it was mostly an excuse to test the internet because the Pocketeer had just upgraded their internet because, you know, we went from Time Warner to Spectrum, and they they were able to get a deal where they're going to have good, high-quality internet uh, year-round now, so hopefully we'll be able to do more streaming there, but before the summer opened, I wanted to go down there and test it out, make sure, actually run a stream, make sure that everything was solid, no drop frames, things like that, and Uh, I figured might as well play some Alien since it's here and not a whole lot of folks have it. So I think the reception to the the stream has been great. I mean, it's just the gameplay stream. It's not like us doing a formal tutorial, but people really wanted to see where the game is currently code-wise. And I was talking to David Thiel, who did the sound on that game, and he was telling me that there's even a more uh, updated code that's not on that game yet. I think it's at .98 and they have a .99. That improves some of it. so one of the things, so to like light your modes to start your first mode, you have to roll over the right in lane, the left in lane, and hit the scoop to start your first mode. Well, now with the new code, uh, the first mode is spotted, so all you have to do is hit the scoop to start your first mode, and then after that you have to do right and left lane, right lane, and then into the scoop. But and he said they also tweaked some of the people were saying it was kinda nagging you a little too much to hit the Whaley yutani those are the two shots that's what they call them to light your modes and he's said like, we tweet that so there's a lot of more improvements he said um, i guess there's shaker motor in it but it's not implemented yet so that's still on the way general impressions overall of the game is i love it the theme integration <laughs> you know i hate to throw star wars under the bus again but you play this and then you play star wars and it's like night and day as far as theme integration it's just screams alien the sound effects are great the the play field toys are awesome when the when the xenomorph head comes out and grabs a ball and and locks it for uh multi-ball this is one of the first games that had shipped with the working head mech uh it's awesome it's a great moment it has those moments that you really want out of a pinball machine so i'm excited to see where it goes it's great already and it's one of my uh most anticipated games right now
3: i'm excited I want to play that now that you just said that the tongue actually works.
2: Yeah. You'll get That's what's cool. Like it's there. So everybody coming to the summer open is going to be able to play it as long as it holds up. <laughs> Fingers crossed.
3: Yeah. Cause they had it at Texas and literally that's all I shot was the head to get the thing, to, the light to see the, the whole tongue thing. And mm-hmm. they had it deactivated. So the magnet stopped it and then his mouth opens and then nothing happened. And it just released it and started multi-ball.
2: Yeah. No, if, uh, Actually, if you go to, uh, there's a new website. I don't know if you guys have talked about it. It's called This Weekend Pinball. They do like a weekly summary of yeah, the, yeah, the, the, the happenings of the week in pinball. They, he wrote up a, a big kind of recap of, of Alien because he had recently played it too. And he included a bunch of links to the stream that I did that's now on YouTube. So he highlighted moments where like the, uh, the ball was captured by the tongue and things like that. So you can go through that. And it's a, a good way to kind of like find the cool points of the stream. You're world famous.
1: <laughs> something bimball famous
2: yeah B- b-list
0: celebrities that's right <laughs> i'm d god
1: <laughs> you've got that voice bruce Did people recognize where they're like i know that voice because they, they oh got-
0: i got that a
2: lot at Pember god you know you love it god Bruce loves it oh yeah my God. Don't, he, don't let him kid you he's you know? every time he goes to the show and he talks about it on this podcast he's like oh come on up to us we'll give you autographs we'll take your pictures <laughs> oh i want him to encourage people
0: to come up to you but then when they do well no the worst thing was when we're, in, when we're in a group we're in a group and people are going they look at you and you're playing along and you walk away and you go you know behind another person plays and he turns you goes i've heard you before <laughs> like yeah where is podcast is <laughs> just in general <laughs> probably both. probably just me walking
2: around. They heard him playing uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula when the uh, the multipliers oh, go up. Oh, uh, <laughs> no, the multiplier sound, Bruce. Oh, oh, oh that's yeah. the one. Come on, Kev. <laughs> just, right. just knows how to get me going. I know it. I know all the buttons to push. They probably
3: just heard your voice. They should have you at the beginning of Pinburg instead of Bowen. Without the Gosh. microphone, just yell.
2: Yeah. If you ever need somebody in a room to say something loud, Bruce is your yeah, guy. Bruce is yeah. a professional. Yes. Thank you, guys. <laughs> Thank you.
0: <laughs> so I'm glad uh, the Australians got our cease and desist letter today.
3: And if you're wondering what we're talking about, Bruce, explain it to him.
0: Well, I've been listening to this great podcast called Head to Head Pinball with Ryan C. and uh, Martin. And, uh... They've been kind of uh ripping us off.
3: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I I had to say that. The two person podcast. Uh well, I don't know yeah. any
2: other ones Kevin, Yeah, but, but where have you heard uh, where have you seen a uh, two uh, person yeah. podcast before? Yeah, I, I don't <laughs> know. I, 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 that's a entirely new form an innovative format. You guys you guys <laughs> patented that, I think. Actually well, uh,
3: have... actually, Bruce, uh didn't our podcast come on after the Bro podcast? So uh, technically I we know. might be uh well, forget about in that. In. Forget
1: about that. Hold on, I, I've got, have got Tommy, Tommy popping in, and Taylor. They, they, they're <laughs> chiming in. Hold on.
0: <laughs> okay, well, they stole our mail ball bag. Oh, the, uh, they can have it. I don't
1: want yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seriously, dude. That's a little personal. <laughs> what else? Steel Rod, you you heard
0: it yet today? You heard? Uh, uh, oh, episode uh,
3: two. They said a piece of news, which I've never heard said before. You said it. Yeah. I don't know. Has anyone ever heard anyone say a piece of news?
2: <laughs> it was one of those classic Bruce moments. Yeah,
3: I thought that, that was a so bruceism, so it's like, but obviously have to it call
2: ain't. You the piece of news from now on. Yeah,
3: yeah.
0: But they they actually heard us talking about it, and they actually made the letter, and they posted it today. And uh, it says, "I." Uh, it goes, uh, "Ryan C and Martin head-to-head pinball podcast, Penal Colony Road, Outback Australia," and it says, "Cease and desist plagiar- plagiarism of pinball podcast intellectual property." Dear Ryan C. and Martin, I represent the Slamtell Podcast and referring to your amazing third pinball-based podcast episode titled Episode 3, Don't Use Multipliers, Exclamation Point, Use the Force, Exclamation Point. Oh my, your incorrect use of capitalization and unnecessary explanation points, which I know Kevin will love, (laughs) points alone has caused serious distress to my clients, Ron Hallett Jr., and Bruce Nightingale, not to mention the strain that is now put on my relationship with Brad. This is George Takai actually speaking in. Further, we need to refer to one hour, 21 minutes, and 22 seconds into episode three, where you have infringed on my client's intellectual properties using the phrase, male ball bag. Oh my, this will not do. Oh my, no. We are now concerned that you have copied their format using two co-hosts, as your show is becoming higher quality four more informative and constantly discusses competition pinball, which no one is interested in. No. We've also been instructed to write you. And then he says the slam podcast demands that you cease and desist from using the following phrases. One mail ball bag. two, oh my three. Good day lads. And it says, Ron used this before you, which is funny since they're Australian Four pinball tournament as above no one is interested in tournaments five what's happening this week no one cares we hope to hear from you as a matter of urgency in the meantime all the rights and remedies of the slam podcast are reserved yours faithfully oh my george DeCai. and it says on the bottom Hallett nightingale and Takai solicitors and on the top it has our two pictures and it has now a little george Kai in there also
3: yeah he's in our logo i want that i want that picture
0: I am. I already. I sent it to you. I sent the uh, PDF. So I'll have to crop that out. Yes, you will.
3: George Takai Yeah, George Takei is now on our logo. It's awesome.
0: <laughs> it is. <laughs> so it's
3: quite funny. But nice job, guys. Very nice
0: job. Scratch that off the list. Now you have to say something, Ron. What? I do. You're Australian. You do have to say something in Australian. Say it.
3: All right, mate. It's get a dog up, yeah. That was, What does that mean? It's
0: like F-U in Australian. Oh, great, great.
3: <laughs> now we're being offensive in other dialects. Thanks, Bruce. What's wrong with that? What's wrong with that? So what's wrong with Star Wars? Why don't you guys like Star Wars? Don't you realize multipliers are awesome? Don't you like hitting the button?
1: We have Actually, a wonderful 30-minute video where we we, we po- wax poetic on uh, why we don't like Star Wars. Uh, you can catch it on our, our Buffalo Pinball YouTube channel. But the, the long and the short of it is it's just... Uh, they phoned it in, man. It's, um, it's a barren play field. Look, Steve Ritchie delivered a, a game that, that shoots well. I mean, no surprise there. The guy's a, a, a genius in design. Dwight has some inventive rules that maybe in another game would have made more sense, where it's more stop and go. But when you kind of smash them together, uh, th- this fast-flowing gameplay that wants you to try to trap up the ball where you really can't trap up the ball, and then control this third button that's controlling multipliers i mean you're gonna your eyes are gonna start getting crossed trying to do that added to the fact that it's just this barren play field um with unremarkable art it's disappointing and as kevin alluded to earlier kevin why don't you talk about the moments
2: that's that's one of the biggest issues there aren't any <laughs> <So> <laughs> Done. You, get multi, you get multi-ball and it just like starts it's like in the middle of your play it's like oh you have *Tie Fighter* multi-ball. It's like I don't even know what I did to make it happen, but here it is, and and it's not gonna like congratulate me or like, it's not like That's showtime true. on the *Adam I, I never, yeah.
3: I never even thought of that. Yeah, it doesn't really do anything, does it?
2: I like *Ghostbusters*, when you, you you go into the storage yeah. facility and all the lights start going on and off, and you're yeah. like, "All right, let's get hyped." There's there's nothing. It's just like yeah, you okay, right. I have a multi
3: because you don't even really know like. Y- like, you do it, and then you hit the button, and then you see the ball savers on. Like, why is the ball saver on now? And then exactly. balls are coming out. Like, oh, it's multi ball. Okay.
2: Yeah. But, or, or you play through your, your set of uh, scenes, and then you get another ball, And it's like, oh, well, I guess I did something good because now I have a multi ball, but I don't really know how. Like, Nick mentioned this during our review. It's like me, Nick, and Martha, and a couple other folks were playing it the first time, and we were streaming it. It took us, like, two hours to get the multi-ball from any of us to, like, figure out how to get a multi-ball going on that game. There's nothing yes. obvious to yeah, do on that. Yeah,
3: and then you watch the stream, and they have to have Elwyn play it forever until the Death Star blows up.
2: Right. That's, like, the one thing everybody wants yeah, to see. Yeah, the one thing like, everyone wants to Death see. Star. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, I think it
3: it also suffers, like, the modes. They just feel like shots. Yep. They don't yep. – Which which – I said that about Star Trek. It's very similar. You start a mode and it's just like, okay, this shot's lit this color. Okay. And as much as I, everyone knows, you know, I'm not the biggest Ghostbusters fan in the world. I will say at least their modes had some kind of personality. Like, even though I don't have the game anymore, I can remember what they were.
2: Yeah. And that's, you know, that's the one thing that I don't know for me, it's a big factor in why I enjoy playing pinball. It's, I want, to have, I want to have a good time. I want it to tell kind of a story. I want it to be fun and, and, like, get you hyped up. And Star Wars, aside from, like, the sheer speed of it and, like, reacting to the ball, I don't, I, where the code is right now, it doesn't really do anything for me.
3: I mean, I'm, I just wonder if they blew the entire budget to get the license and just didn't have any money left over for anything else.
2: <laughs> I think you were saying it's, you
1: know, Disney was restrictive on what they were trying to do. But, I mean, how restrictive do you really have to be that that's what you end up with, right? You know, at, at the end of the day, I, I feel like it's it's too much of an excuse, where there might be some truth in that, but it's still disappointing, and they phoned it in because, guess what, people are going to buy Star Wars no matter what, and guess what, our Star Wars is earning on location because it's Star Wars. It's kind of stupid when you really think about it, but it's true. They don't have to hustle that much on that game. Um, but I, I feel like they're definitely losing customers to so Jersey Jack, who created this kind of, this this head-scratching theme right at first, but then people go and play the game and they see the value and they realize how amazing it is uh, in terms of a pinball machine. And you go on Pinside, and you see this all the time with people saying, I'm out. I'm canceling my LE order. I'm going dialed in, which is uh, quite the surprise. Uh, who would have seen that coming?
2: Yeah, well, that's the thing, too, is like there's so many options right now between like total nuclear annihilation and alien and dialed in and whatever's coming next from everybody. It's, you know. People, you know, five years ago, the CERN game came out and he either bought that or he didn't. Now it's like, well, maybe I'll just hold out and see what either they're going to come out with next because Aerosmith was great. Uh, you know, awesome art package, fun toys, good shots. You know, maybe their next game will be better or I'll just wait or I'll get something from my competitor. So uh, it's it's surprising to me that they they phoned it in so much on this. I mean, like Nick said, they really didn't have to go all out because people are just going to buy it because it's Star Wars. But considering the how competitive the, the market is right now, you think they would really kind of like try to knock one out of the park and like take all those sales away from dialed in and alien and stuff like that and make this their like signature game for the next few years. Cause look at yeah. like Metallica, the, that game has been selling amazing for how many years because it's an amazing game. Same with walking dead. Uh, they could have really done that again here. And you know, maybe it was the license. Maybe it was the the cost was just so prohibitive that they, either had to go, like, Batman 66 ridiculous price or, you know, cut things out to make it uh, come in at the, the regular premium LE prices. Who knows? It can't be, it can't be that much.
3: <sighs> it's just, it's very un like to not have um, an LE that's that not LE, if that makes any sense. We talked about this on the last, po- last podcast. Like, with like Star Trek, for example, I mean, that LE looked like an LE, I mean, you looked at the thing, it had the lasers on the side, it had all this stuff in it that wasn't in a premium or a pro. But when you look at the Star Wars, I mean, what's what's different? The art package? I mean, probably yeah, and be, it doesn't even have a shaker, right? I don't, They don't yeah, do that anymore on the LEs.
2: They're cutting out shaker motors that doesn't even have a real backlash in it anymore. It's like those little things that the, the people who buy LEs really appreciate and are willing to spend a little bit more to get it other than just being able to say, oh, I got one of 800 or whatever. To take that away, it's 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 really a shame. Well they, they
1: gave more of a value in their lean years when they were struggling when Stern, during the recession, you know, and they were starting coming out. You got so much of a better value. Now Stern is killing it, they're doing well, their games are selling well, and they jacked up the price and they lowered the quality. It just doesn't make any sense. You're gonna lose customers and now you because now you have competition. So I, I don't I don't get it. It's too bad.
0: Do you feel like they can save Star Star Wars with code?
1: They can make it better. Yes. Um, I don't I don't think it's going to be I, I don't I don't know by a save. I mean yeah they can fix the bugs they, they can make it better is Dwight going to get rid of the multipliers that you rotate I don't know that seems like such a big thing in that game you there's a lot of work that needs to be done in terms of just even like as Kevin said making those moments there's a lot of work that needs to be done
2: and you know they've done it in the past look what Walking Dead turned into at first yeah. and nobody wanted to play that game and now it's one of my favorite games of all time Uh, So it is possible, but it seems like nowadays Stern is coming out with games and the code is kind of where it's going to be. And maybe eventually you'll get some updates, but it's not going to progress drastically beyond what you get out of the box. You know, I hope that changes for like Batman 66 and for for Star Wars. But who knows? You can't you can't bet on the future. You just got to go with what's there now.
3: It is weird. It's cra- It's crazy when you look at, like, an Aerosmith next to a Star Wars. Yep. Just the difference. I mean, look, look at the toy. Look at the toy box. Look, The ball goes through the air. Look yep. what it does when you start multiball. The whole thing shakes, and the thing goes like ape shit.
1: And the uh, LCD animations are great. The ARC package is great. And guess what? That game's $100 less. Yep.
3: Now,
0: here's the funny thing. All four of us have dialed-ins. On order. Oh,
1: yeah, Mm -hmm. that's
0: right. And we have not said anything bad about the rules, because they're complete. Mm -hmm. And it's been one of the selling points for that game.
3: Well, actually, I I haven't said anything bad about them, because I don't know what they are, and haven't really played it on the new rules. Fail. I (laughs) I I I played Kevin at Pinburg. That was my one game of dialed in on the new rules. (laughs)
2: That's (laughs)
3: right.
2: I've played it for a ridiculous number of hours streaming because we played it at pinball done quick and I got to Armageddon there and you know, uh, pinball Joe and uh, Chris Newsom both got to showdown. So the fact that all that's in there you can do it all right now, they may polish it up in the future and, you know, make it a little more balanced if it needs to be balanced. I don't see anything ridiculously out of balance, but uh, you know, I'm not a high level tournament player either, but you know, everything's there. So I'm confident buying that game because even if it doesn't ever get another code update, which is highly unlikely, uh, it's still a great game as it sits. And that's a big selling point. Right. You don't have to guess. Plus, you know, Jersey Jack, you know, look at Hobbit and Wizard of Oz, how many times they've updated code, and they've, they've mm-hmm. proven that they're willing to stick with it and, and keep updating, given they haven't been producing as many games as Stern, so it's a yeah. lot easier for them to keep going back and working on other the older games while they're still trying to bring the new game to market. But, um, you know... They have the That's track That's a selling ready. point. That's a yeah. selling point. Oh yeah.
3: When did they start production? When was like official production start of, of Dialed In?
2: I think it was in June, wasn't it?
3: June. Yeah. It was I'm, I'm middle June. Think. I think. Did, did he meet his his deadline? Oh yeah, he did. Because he said did. second quarter. Yes, he did. You know, 2017. We got to give kudos there.
2: Yeah, yep. he did the cartwheel.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you called it that.
2: And
0: supposedly, <laughs> Game Four is going to be released information-wise at this year's Expo.
2: They got a new designer working on that too. Yes,
3: that 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 is nice. That we have a couple of new designers.
2: Yeah, it's a, encouraging to see like Scott Denisi and Eric Muner from uh, Jersey Jack working on games. And we need the next gen to start stepping up here.
3: Yeah, I like what they um, they said on Coast to Coast Pinball. Someone should hire Scott Denisi. Like after he's done with Total Nuclear Annihilation, just hire him. Agreed.
1: on. Yeah, totally. He's proven himself. It looks like Spooky should
0: hire him. I think Jersey Jack with the quality and his ideas, yeah, yep, you should hire
1: him. And then, and then get the Star Wars license and then just bear <laughs> And redo it.
3: <laughs> We're going to do it the right <laughs> way, <laughs> revised.
1: Yeah, this is the uh, the
0: special edition, right? Yes, <laughs> it's like Lucas going back and redoing animations
3: or uh, anything. I don't even <laughs> want to talk about that. Do, do, does anyone? I think you mentioned on your podcast, like who is the voice supposed to be? The actual, the voice that's in there that gets Jack bot call outs i don't
1: I, I don't know i don't want to put out misinformation what i what i heard or i could have sworn i heard from either in-person conversation or in pins I, I think it's maybe a voice actor from the the clone wars the animated series okay i don't right. know again it's just like yeah okay whatever right like mm-hmm. that's
3: get mark hamill yeah it can't be that
1: expensive
3: it can't be that expensive
2: yeah, and then let's get somebody from the Clone Wars when the entire pin is about the original trilogy. Yeah, the Clone <laughs> it Wars, yeah, that doesn't make any I, sense I, either. I could be wrong, but... Yeah. Uh, it know. does kind of sound like that now that you mentioned it and I went back and played it. It's, it kind of sounds like a, a Clone Wars guy, but...
3: They have terms like youngling in there. It's like, no, that's not from the original trilogy. Why is that in there? That, that alone annoyed me when I saw that come up.
2: And you can go to tattooing. Ta- oh, yes. is, it,
3: is it spelled wrong?
2: Yes, it, it is. Oh, I'm glad sure they fixed it, but <laughs> it, it was wrong in one of those sh- screens.
3: You know, you ooze, you loose. You know,
2: you know how <laughs> it goes.
3: So, game you like,
0: game you hate. Oh. So we do have the guests on. We need to see what they did or did not like. And most likely, it's probably games from Pinberg.
3: I know mine are.
0: Mine are, too.
1: I got mine. I didn't pick a game from Pinberg. Kevin just messaged me right when the thing started and said Pinberg. So I will look at that list, but I'm, I will go with my
2: original one if I can't find anything better. So please kick it off, Kevin. Yeah, I just set that list in case you wanted to dig through it at, at what you played at Pinberg. But uh, it doesn't have to be from Pinberg. Mine happens. My, my hate happens to be from Pinburg. Should I kick it off? For it. All right. The game I like uh, is Alien. You know, we talked about it before, and it's a game I like can't wait to go play again. (laughs) And it's so much, it was just so much fun. And I think that really came across in that stream that it's just like, you know, when you get like the, the sentry guns and multi-ball going, and then you rip the spinners and the the machine guns start firing and stuff like that. It's like, it's just so much fun. The the shots are kind of weird and different, but I like that about it. It's not your standard kind of flow game. And, you know, I, I think that's why I like Ghostbusters too. It's, it's just a little different. Uh, not necessarily always great <laughs> when it comes to shooting things, but it's, it's unusual. And I like that about it. What, what kind of what it made me feel like on alien is like you had kind of a standard play field area in the middle and then there was like extra stuff around it. If if that makes sense, it was like a, a standard body with extra stuff. So that, that was the impression I got from alien, but that's my game. I like game. I hate, uh, that's coming to me from Pinberg and that's going to, Bruce is going to like this one. Okay, Shack Attack.
0: Oh yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> oh, the game is terrible. Shoot the basket.
2: Oh, <laughs> um, so it was just like, like. Uh, to be fair, I don't understand how to play that game because it's extremely convoluted and it's a Gottlieb '90s game. But it was just like handing out multi balls to people, and I kept hitting the same shot, and it didn't wasn't giving me the <laughs> random multi ball. I'm like, give me the freaking multi ball, and then. Uh, in ball three, I almost tilted out when I had a ball save, and then I hit the shot, and it gave me the the random multi ball, and I was able to at least get a point out of it. But Welcome
3: to Gottlieb rule sets.
2: You tried yeah. to hit that basket. It's like, it's impossible. It's stupid. Yeah. The thing moves back and forth, and you're shooting it through the air. It's like, forget this game. It's a piece of garbage.
0: And we're lucky to have one in Rochester. At Swilburger. It's Swilburger.
3: It's uh, Here's Here's some interesting trivia. When Gottlieb went out of business and filed for bankruptcy or whatever, Shaq was on the list. Like, he hadn't got his full payment. He was a creditor. Yeah. So, I thought that was kind of funny.
2: (laughs) So, he didn't even get his
3: full payment for that turd.
2: One of the modes in that game is you have to spell Shaquille. It's not even just Shaq, his full name. (laughs) Let's
0: make it harder.
3: (laughs) Yeah. I don't even know. How is his name spelled? S H A Q U E L L E? Something like that. Something (laughs) like (laughs) that.
0: It's a lot of letters. That's all I know. Not even guessing on that one.
3: <laughs> all right, I'll go next. Game I like. This is kind of an interesting one. It, it, you see it at tournaments a lot in Papa because they like to use this game a lot. And I know Keith Owen likes it because he destroys it. Godzilla. Didn't mind it at all.
2: Yeah, I like. I, I've only played it a few times, but I like it. I like it too.
3: Shoots good. Mm-hmm. It's got kind of the try to stack multi balls thing. Which is just kind of a simple rule set, but I like it. Let's see game, I hate wow, there's just so many here. I'm looking at this list of oh uh, Raven there <laughs> you go, good choice raven, and i don't I'm, I'm not like Bruce, I don't hate like every Gottlieb, especially a lot of the mid eighties ones I kind of think are interesting. That ain't one of them
2: you know I have a soft spot for uh Raven because of that amazing backlash yeah uh, oh. <laughs> God no! <laughs> you clearly did not play it in Pinburg, did you? I did not know. Okay, all right. We played it for fun afterwards, but they uh, somebody told me a fun fact about Raven at, at Pinburg, and I don't know if this is true, but apparently the helicopter that's on the backlash is not even like a, a combat helicopter; it's like a news or traffic copter oh, that right, they brought in horror. for the for, for the photo shoot. <laughs> I know. I horror was horror. like, this makes me love this game even more. So it's kind of great. That is classic. I don't know if it's true or not, but I want it to be true.
3: You would have loved at Pinball Expo. They had the guy that was responsible for taking all those pictures, like all those photo backlasses.
2: That's amazing. Yeah, I want to shake that man's hand.
3: Well, he had great stories, like the 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 Miami Vice. I'm sorry, the Hollywood Heat one with the car. <laughs> the car that's in there is actually was owned by some kind of like crime dude that that he borrowed, and then it ended up getting like destroyed and he thought he was going to get killed.
1: <laughs> wow. There, there,
3: yeah, there was, he had a really cool story. I, I, uh, I, I don't know if they record any of those. I don't think they do, unfortunately, but he had a lot of interesting stories. I, I literally, I, he was right there. I could have asked him that Raven question. He probably could have told me the answer. Sorry <laughs> Classic. Okay,
0: Okay, uh, game I like at Pinberg. Demo Man played pretty good for me. Got a three on it, very happy. And a game I hate? Soundstage.
3: Soundstage. What the hell is that?
0: Chicago Coin, 75, where you have to hit the two targets on the outside to, like, the two targets on the inside. And then when you hit the target, the spinner goes around and around and gives you thousands of points. But if you hit it too squarely, it hits the center post and rebounds right back down the drain. What do you think happened to me all those times?
3: Well, does every soundstage do that, or just the one you played? Well, the one I
0: played, for me, it did that. Everyone else did great on it. I, I sucked moose balls.
2: I was I terrible. I think I played that one at uh, Pemberg. I'm just looking at my, my games I played. <laughs>
3: it,
2: it seems familiar to me. Yeah, it's terrible. Uh, it killed me. Did he play it? Did he not play it? <laughs> you don't have to wait for me. You can chime uh, in.
1: Right. I'll chime in later should, once should I, I figure I, it out. I, I, will, I will take it over from here. So, uh, game I like is Gottlieb's wait for it, Bad Girls. Oh yes, we knew that was coming. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, you knew it was coming, man. I legitimately like that game.
3: It's like 8 Ball Deluxe, right?
1: It is 8 Ball Deluxe. Here's here's what it is, Ron. So if you're already intrigued, but anybody who's listening, if you're intrigued by the fact that it's like 8 Ball Deluxe and you like 8 Ball Deluxe, okay, you're going to like the game, pretty much. Uh, It's kind of reversed, so the flipper's on the other side, the target's on the other side on this game, but it's like eight ball deluxe with a multi ball. It's got a hurry up in it. Uh, it's got two spinners, a skill shot, and some amazing '80s music by Gottlieb.
3: Wow what What is there not to like? That sounds like a great game.
1: Honest, honestly, I I don't know. And it's got the cheesy backlash, which is uh, you know that just tops it off for me. So I think the game is uh, really good, uh, really fun. It's got a very target instead of like the drop targets for the multiplier, so it's something different, something fun. It's a great game. We're looking forward to streaming it so everybody else can kind of uh, share in that. But I've, I've never really heard anything about that game or anybody saying, oh my God, that's a great game. But I feel like this is a hidden gem. I'm happy to have it.
2: Game You're not I... just hyping it up so you can sell it in a
1: couple weeks, right? Well, Martha won't let me sell it because she half owns it. And uh, while well, we were podcasting, she's upstairs playing it. I don't know if you guys heard it, but she plays it like every day for half an hour. She loves that game. So that's that's, awesome. that's not leaving. And I don't want it to leave because it's amazing. And it's the kind of thing you just won't get it back in that nice of a shape. So it's, that's a keeper. I, don't, I, I can't imagine it leaving. Nice. Um, game, I, game I hate. So I looked at my Pinburg list and I wasn't going to pick Raven. Ron, but like, because I didn't walk away from Pembroke hating a game, which is amazing. But if I had to pick one from Pembroke, it would have been that game. I I put that bank in the way that Raven was playing. I don't know if it was just set up to the point to make me hate it, or if the game is just that bad. But it's like you just couldn't get a flip on the thing or do anything in that game. It was really frustrating. But game that I hate is Fireball Classic. That game is absolute garbage. Should have never been made. They took Fireball, which is uh, a fine game. You know, for its time, what's that, early 70s, Uh, Bruce? Yeah, 72. Right. It was an EM. It made sense. And then in 1984, I believe, they came out with Fireball Classic. And it's just, it's just god awful, man. It's just way too random. It's just this crazy luck vest. The sounds are horrible on it. The back glass is all washed out. And I think it's supposed to be that way, too, that everyone I've seen. It's just, it's just trash. Uh, Do yourself and never play it. Uh, do yourself a favor and never play it, I should say.
3: Really? I'm gonna be playing it this weekend.
1: <laughs> oh nuts, Ron. You they won't have to fight anybody to get on it. <laughs>
3: they have one at Rock Fantasy, man. Fireball Classic. I, I actually I actually like it, so I'm in the minority there. I will admit though, it has some of the worst sounds.
1: Please please tell me um some of the merits of it. Um, try to try to convince me that it's not just one of the worst games ever made.
3: Um, three ball, multi ball. Yeah, it's up to three ball, multi ball. I mean, it has the same general rule set as the original Fireball, in that you lock balls and you hit mushroom bumpers to unlock the balls. It has the same, yeah, yeah it has the same <laughs> kickback. Extremely bonus heavy. That's the difference. You get in a multi ball, and the, your, your score goes up exponentially. Um, it's it's good for... It's actually good for group play because of all the lock stealing. I think, anyway. I love lock stealing and, like, foursome, you know, when you're playing it. I, I won my game because someone had a ball locked when I got up. And I, I got the multi-ball. And it has the same skill shot as fireball, which is one of the coolest skill shots. One of the harder ones. The sounds are horrible. The art isn't that great. It has the same spinning disc. It doesn't have the zipper flippers, so they don't really you – know, somebody modified a Fireball Classic, I remember, that have zipper flippers. That must have been interesting.
1: Hmm. I, think the, uh, I, I think the problem between the original Fireball and Fireball Classic is that the spinning disc makes the original slower EM interesting with zipper flippers, but the spinning disc on a 1984 Bally is just way too wild and way too random on a faster game. I think because it is a a fast game, it just ramps up that randomness to the point where it's just to me it's it seems more of a luck box than anything else.
3: It it is cool when you see the ball going right down the middle and it hits the disc and it doesn't go down the middle. Then you're then you're liking the disc.
1: <laughs> I'm surprised. I'm I'm actually I'm I'm actually surprised to to hear that you like it. So
3: I I am in my, I am in the minority at Rock Fantasy as far as people who like it. Usually it sits in front of the store and it's off. Okay, but what can I say?
0: You ready for some
3: uh, mail ball bag, sir? Oh God! Is everyone ready for a mail <laughs> ball bag? <laughs>
2: Jeez, I've never been more ready than right now. <laughs> it is ready as I can be? Question mark.
3: <laughs>
0: <sighs> Well, I'm going to jump ahead of you. Oh,
3: you're going to jump ahead of me? Okay.
0: Yes, I just got a comment from Facebook. From Eddie Cox, he said, love the show, but you guys can drive a guy nuts sometimes. Your guest was dead on about Indiana Jones. Not sure if you're familiar with the Pinball Magazine, but this may interest you when he sent me an article. And it's a a Pinball Magazine article with Mark Ritchie, an interview. And it says, uh, although you got the license, you did not get Harrison Ford for IJ. Mark Ritchie, no, no, he did not. When you license movies, typically that's what you are getting. Actors do not typically typically come with the package. You might have to make a separate deal to license any of the characters in the movies. Harrison Ford wanted nothing to do with this image on the game, and he was going to have to do something with it. It was going to cost an unreasonable amount of money. So we decided, Doug Watson and uh, Mark Ritchie decided, we don't need Harrison Ford. We need Indiana Jones. We can get close and not have to worry about it, we reasoned. Doug Watson created an awesome portrait of Indiana Jones, not Harrison Ford. But when you look at it, sometimes you know it is definitely Indiana Jones.
3: What? Okay. Mark
0: Ritchie's own words.
3: Yeah, okay. Nick, Kevin, when you look at IJ, (laughs) when you look at that backlash, do you say, like, no, that's definitely not Harrison Ford?
1: I've never once not thought that that is not Indiana Jones.
2: I've never once thought that that looks weird. Yeah, yeah I well, agree. Here, my take is I've heard that story, and so it's a likeness of Harrison Ford, but it's not Harrison Ford.
3: <sighs> okay. <laughs>
0: one yes and <laughs> okay. one no.
3: Great. Okay.
2: <laughs> the debate rages on. So does
0: that mean
3: if, does. if we have Star Wars, like that's not Harrison Ford on there. That's Han Solo. Mm. Is, is that your reasoning is can you well, do that for any character
2: well it depends if you know if it's a painting of like a photograph of the person or if it's an actual photograph well of yeah the here's the deal yeah, it's the person
3: what is the indiana jones flyer
2: i don't it, know i've never it's seen a photograph indiana jones flyer. Of, of, it?
3: Of, of indiana jones a photograph but are we talking about the flyer or the are we flyer. talking
2: about the pinball machine
3: the, the flyer with the pinball machine in it
2: so you need to tell me
3: let me me go again we don't have the licensing (laughs) we can't use them on the game it's a photo
1: it's a photo of harrison ford on the flyer yep i know what you're talking
2: about right yes
3: so it's like we can't use it for the game but for the flyer is okay
2: the flyer of the game oh yeah there he is yeah okay yeah that's definitely him on the flyer not him on the back class
3: (laughs) (laughs) okay i give up it's not harrison ford it's indiana jones there you go. No, I'm li- still saying
1: it's Harrison Ford. of da- 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 him <laughs> li- on the backlash. So Mark Ritchie, his own words can say it's not, but Bruce is like, yeah, it's nope. him. <laughs> that's him. You can just say it looks so it looks much like him. Like nope, it's like nope, yeah. Ridiculous.
3: The, the, well, so back to the future, it's not Michael J. Fox.
1: It's Marty McFly. He's on the game. But that doesn't look like Michael J. It doesn't look like either of them. Well,
3: it, no, no. It's I'm, like Marty, M- Marty McFly, the character.
2: That's a, a poor rendition of Marty and McFly. The Indiana oh Jones backlash is a good rendition of Harrison Ford. Exactly. Yes, exactly.
1: <laughs> but it's so, not him. More mail. You should sell your game, Bruce. Nope. <laughs> Get a fake.
3: Yeah. Yes. I have the only real. Yeah. Har- you should say Harrison I have Ford. the only real Harrison Ford. You should take a photograph and just tape it. That's it. Well, wait a minute. Now on IJ4, the one that Stern made, it's a photograph. It's, it's actually
0: a cup from the movie. Yeah, it's a
3: cup from the movie. It's when they, you know, before they knew how to do art at Stern.
1: He picked the wrong <laughs> game to be featured on. <laughs>
3: yeah, 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 that movie. Just... That's a terrible game. Oh, Hey, Bruce, did you know that Pinball Shit has subscribed to us on YouTube? I saw that. That's in our mailbag. Yes, Pinball Congratulations, Shit. Congratulations, you guys. <laughs> Thank you, Pinball that's Shit.
1: A little jelly right now.
0: <laughs> you are jealous, aren't you? Very.
3: <laughs> what a great name. Okay. All right, I'll do the next one. Episode titles. This is from Jason in New Jersey. Bruce is close to my age. Maybe he remembers the run of Arnold Schwarzenegger movies in the 80s. Hmm. There's a lot of good names in that run, and he has huge... What? I'm I'm trying to read this right. There's a lot of good names in the run, and he was huge back then in the movies, at the movies. I remember seeing coming attractions for Predator in a movie theater, and it was amazing to see them back then. Conan, Predator, Running Man, etc.
0: I kind of like that one, too. Yeah. We're going book to bookmark that one for you. Book, book
3: that one, yeah. I
0: think Cause, so. You, cause you,
3: I, I mean, how far back are you going to go? Are you going to go back to uh, Hercules in New York? Anyone remember that? No? No. no. That was his first movie. Nobody? No, well,
2: that's a bad movie. Never saw it.
3: Never saw it? It's, it's, he comes over, he's Hercules, and somehow there's time travel or something, and he's in New York.
2: That sounds kind of amazing, actually.
3: Yep, and he goes around posing. <laughs> what's, well, what's even more amazing is, like, the original movie, he's dubbed. Right? <laughs> Man. But now there's a version with the original sound, so you get to hear him in his, his awesome glory. It's bad. It's very bad. i have to watch that now. Yeah, yep. I'm going to have to watch yep. that, too. And he literally just, like, he arrives and just poses, like, throughout the movies. Like, poses a lot. Because, you know, he's Hercules. Okay, then we got one from uh, Scott. Yep. Let's see. You're going to cry at the end of it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, my inability to sell Flash, because I played it for like 30 minutes, and like, I can't sell this now. He said the same thing happened to him with Firepower. He cleaned up the Firepower in anticipation of selling it, and he had a blast playing it, and he couldn't sell it. Let's see, he's making some more software stuff. Oh, he heard my, okay, about my Flash software modifications suggestion. He already has some Flash stuff put in there. Hopefully, your ideas match mine so I have less work to do. Let's see. He has software modifications for Flash. Bonus ladder goes to 39K instead of 29K. Seven digit scoring. Top lanes when lit score double. Let's see. IE lane 2 normally scores 2,000, when lit scores 4,000. Extra ball and eject pays 15K in addition to a warning extra ball. A uh, fast react shot from left in lane scores two X spinner for short period. Three bank lit arrow adds bonus step. Five bank lit roving arrows match three bank level. Thunder, lightning, tempest, super flash, unless five bank level is five lit arrows. Wow, he makes it sound like a more complicated game. It almost sounds like a modern stern or something. Yes. Uh, film sir- series. Oh, he just, uh, he's cheating. He just sent us a Wikipedia of films film series with more than 10 entries. So you could just go through and pick one. Yikes. Uh, that's Gary Stern and Joe Kamikawa on the, uh, Back to the Future flyer. Oh, uh, and he actually did pass on a Nugent for $300 once. And an $800 Dragon Fist since he already had one.
2: <sighs> Speaking of Nugent, did you see that, uh... Jeff Diolis interviewed him for the pinball profile. Yes, yes, he did. He did. I have not listened to it yet, but was oh
3: boy, he was—he uh, was Nugent. He was Nugent. I've heard That's him interviewed many times, and he was what you expect. And they talked about the pinball machine for maybe twenty seconds. Twenty seconds. They I had like to it. make some.
0: They had to make something so everyone can play with my balls. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that was his quote. True quote.
3: True quote. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I like that uh, Jeff Deal has posted that and uh, all the pictures of the of, that he posted were of himself and none of Ted Nugent. Yes. <laughs> but he did Jeff. post Ted in red. That's right.
3: Well, no, he did have he had one picture of... Um,
2: oh, it was the old picture of Ted. Yeah, yeah the yeah, one Ted, I posted. Playing yeah, it right. in the factory. Yes.
3: With Gary Starr standing next to him. I wonder if Gary was looking at it. I wonder if there's anything we can cut from this game. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, sorry, sorry, Gary, sorry.
0: If you notice the end of the Scott's email, you didn't even see it,
3: did you? Oh, okay. Yeah, go it's ahead. It's an article
0: about Mark Mike Cuban.
3: Oh yes, the designer we were mentioning. He did um he did a bunch of kick ass games at uh, Stern, and we're like, man, you know, and and he he also he worked on Andromeda, which if you saw that at the end of Pinburg, and he did Cyclops, Memory Lane. Yeah, Memory Lane. Sea Witch, witch, and it's like, man, this guy kicked ass. I wonder what, because after game plan, he, like, disappears. It looks like, unfortunately, he did pass away.
0: But he passed away in... uh,
3: Yeah, 2013. 2013. Yeah.
0: But when he designed Memory Lane back in 78 and 77, Pinball, he was 20 and 21 years old. Yeah. Hmm. So, that's going to be pretty cool to, growing up, getting your first big gig and designing pinballs at 20 or 21.
3: Yeah. I Wonder what happened? I mean, he was I thought he was good. Yeah. I mean, do we do we do we like Sea Witch? Raise hands, anyone who likes Sea Witch. Yes. Oh yeah. Okay. My hands up. <laughs> there you go. Hands <laughs> <He's> up. <laughs> yeah, he did a lot of cool games, with a lot of t- totally different designs. It's uh he even did Warlock, which is um basically blackout. Yes. It just changed it to a spinner game. Which is better. Man, come on. Um, br- bring us up from that, Bruce. I feel depressed. So, show's coming up. We have the Saratoga show, the Saratoga pinball show, Upstate, baby.
0: Which is going to be already done by the time people hear this.
3: Oh, shit, that's right.
2: How was the show, Ron? How it was the how show?
3: Was it? Uh, it was great. I brought the flash, you know, and I wasn't going to sell it, but then some guy gave me crazy money for it, so it had to go.
0: And he okay. bought a Ghostbusters Pro with it.
3: Yeah, I went over and I, I realized that the Pro was the way to go and it was the premium that was the issue. And I've totally just done a 180 and I now have Ghostbusters back downstairs.
1: There's some truth to that. Yeah, I'll agree with
2: that, actually. Yeah, me too.
3: <laughs> then I found a Dragon Fist while I was there. It was incredible. For $800, right? Yeah, and then the Zach stole it. He like He bought it from before I got there. There you go
0: and then uh, the Buffalo Pinball Open is coming up uh, from the 18th to the 20th of this month August after that is the Cleveland Pinball Show Cleveland, Ohio from uh, September 7th through the 10th in downtown Cleveland have fun not-
2: times in Cleveland today <laughs> did you ever see the Cleveland video on YouTube? it's it's amazing, everybody look it up
3: pinball video or just look up
2: no, it's a, it's a fake tourism video and oh, it, it, okay it's amazing
3: so go to YouTube and look up fa- uh, Tourism Cleveland.
2: Yep, that'll get you to okay. it.
3: Okay.
0: Anything else coming up in the shows? I don't think that's too much more. I think that's about it for now. Yeah, what the hell?
3: Yep, and, and also the Rock Fantasy Summer Open was awesome. I, I loved yes. uh, hoisting the Hulkhead after I won the tournament. It was great.
0: And the side tournament you won too, right?
3: Uh, yeah, I won the side tournament. I can't remember what it was on, but I won it.
0: It was great. Probably Sinbad again. The, oh, he doesn't have Sinbad.
3: No. He doesn't have Sinbad anymore. Yeah. No, I won it on Cyclone. Yeah, that's it. Cyclone. Okay.
2: Sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> can I just say that I, I appreciate the way uh, Ron approaches his tournament play because I approach it very similarly. Like, how many points do you have? Where are you at in the standings? I'm like, I don't know. I just want to play the next game and win. You know, it's like. <laughs> so we're very much of the same mindset. Isn't it, yeah. it so
3: much easier? I, I just all the strategy stuff. It's just just win, just win, baby. Same with the
2: rules. Same with the rules. It's just like, all right, give me something to do. <laughs> why,
3: why do you think I play
2: classics? Exactly. These rules like, but, well, the Buffalo Open last year, people were
3: trying to explain tag team multiball. I mean, I still couldn't get it. And, th- and then I did what I thought they told me to do and it didn't start. Like, I did what you told me. I didn't get no tag team multiball. <laughs> I give up.
0: I'm right <laughs> there with you. You guys want to plug away? You may plug away. Plug away.
1: This is Kevin. Kevin. Me? Duda, I get to we, do it. All right. Uh, Buffalo it. Summer
2: open, uh, I, I hype everything. <laughs> August 18th and 20th, uh, uh, right in Buffalo, beautiful Buffalo, New York. Uh, it's a Papa Circuit major. Uh, also come out the Thursday before for the pre-Buffalo Pinball Summer Open Three Strikes Tournament. Starts at 5 p.m. Also at Pocketeer Billiards, uh, 2444 Clinton Street in Buffalo. Steve Daniels, our friend, is, is running that one. Also, if you want, check us out on Twitch. We are at twitch.tv slash buffalo pinball. Our main show, Brody Even Pinball, is coming back on September 7th. Uh, we're coming back with a bang. We're going to be on the front page of Twitch. It's going to be uh, a huge comeback. And uh, we're really looking forward to the fall season of the show. Uh, in the meantime, we've been releasing some content on YouTube. So, YouTube.com slash Buffalo Pinball as well.
1: Yeah, let's type it up. We've uh, When we do our, our monthly podcast, Brody Even Talk Pinball, we do a review. And now, um, geeky husband, Steven Haberman, if I got his last name correctly, he's been kind enough to edit our reviews out and make them unto themselves on youtube so you can check our awesome star wars video review and then uh, we just dropped a review of bram stoker's dracula today
3: what are we gonna get to play you guys
1: that's a good question. I haven't. I have not forgot about that. Yeah,
3: I, I, I wanted to do it at Pinburg, but then Kevin had to go and make the playoffs and ruin everything.
1: <laughs> I'm well, sorry. I thought we were going to stream it. I thought that was the uh, that was the allure, right? Or no, it doesn't matter. We'll just we oh, can play. I'd love to stream either. At, okay. I mean, if you just want to play, we could play at Pocketeer. No, we just stream.
3: I like to stream. I like, I like the that stream, stream idea. I like the stream idea.
1: We got to find a time though, because logistically, Ron, you're four and a half hours from us, so. Uh, We got to find a time when you're you're in proximity, and we can make it happen. Try more
3: like five and a half.
1: (laughs) Five and a half. Yeah, I'm I'm further east now. After you get past four, I mean, four to ten, what's the difference? Yeah, six hours. (laughs) (laughs) If you're wondering, is that the difference? Yes. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for clarifying.
3: (laughs) Yeah, we got to figure something out. It's it's going to be a big deal, man. Got to hype it up.
1: Yes, indeed. I'm ready. It sounds like fun.
0: I would love that. We'll have to make the format up. You guys can make the rules, since I get picked
3: on by Ron
1: about my rules.
3: Well, you have the (laughs) Bruce rules that is I don't understand.
1: They're great. We should do the team league rules, right? So we'll we'll play play, uh, a doubles game, then we'll play a singles round. Then we'll do split flipper and then relay race. No, okay. fuck no. That's a, that's a yes, then. Bruce no, that's like a joke, fuck no. Bruce just told us we could make the rules,
2: and then we made <laughs> yeah, the That's rules. what I was going to exactly. say. <laughs> Ron, don't edit that
1: out.
0: That out. Kevin, you yep. Luckily, we can edit anything we want on this podcast. <laughs> you're right. I'm leaving that
3: in. You're oh, fuck. You're <laughs> okay, on that note... <laughs> thank you nick thank you kevin thank you guys we'll be seeing you um very soon very yeah. soon less than a week less than a week or is it less than a week
0: well for me it is i'm gonna see them yeah, Thursday. for me
3: it's uh, a week and a day well actually by the time yeah by the time this airs let me rephrase that i'll be seeing
1: you tomorrow <laughs> I'll, I'll alert tim hortons that you're coming bruce
3: Oh,
0: God, make sure to make extra pots of coffee and make sure there's plenty of chocolate ice cream for Ron.
3: Yes, lots of chocolate ice cream. Plug it up, Bruce. Got to pay the
0: bills that we don't have. Yes. Uh, www.pinballlifter.com. Get your lifters, tilters, helpers, mods. Get it all. Wheel kits. Come check out the website. Don't forget, pinball star Joe Newhart, we bought our... uh, Dialed in from him. Check it out. He also is going to be uh, taking deposits for uh, Total Nuclear Annihilation. And he's selling the new AFM repros. And he also sells Jersey Jack pinballs. Also, uh, what's the last one we got Flipper there?
3: Fidelity, Mike Poopo. Purchase his speakers for your auditory needs. He's also a Stern distributor.
0: And he also sells Stern authorized mods.
3: We can be reached at SlamTillPodcast at com. Look for us on Facebook at SlamTillPodcast. Search for us on YouTube, SlamTillPodcast. Uh, that's just been episode 56, Robin Hood Men in Tights. Tight tights. Yes. Say
0: goodbye, Bruce. Goodbye, Chris Holland.